Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. It's the kids going back to school. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's God. (laughs) They go back today. A lot of people back to work, back to school. I mean, it's really nice to be on vacation together as a family. The dynamic is relaxed. You're all just kind of cuddled up and chilling at night, watching movies, whatever you're doing. But the balance of the family household is thrown off when you're back to work and the kids are still in sloth mode on vacation. For sure. There's no routine. There's not. And I mean, like, you're trying to be all routine and you go to bed early, but you still hear the migrating patterns of the teenager pouncing <laughs> through the house late at night when you're in bed. And it's just like, yeah, I'm ready for them to go back. Last night when I went to kiss him goodnight, I said, yeah, goodnight, daddy loves you. And I, I saw the face. I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to ask. They're not, they're not excited to go back to school to see their No, friends? they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a little bit of both, you know, like it's like they want to see people. They don't want to do work, obviously. But I mean, my little guy was excited to go back, see all his friends. You know, it depends on the age, (laughs) I think, for sure. But just in time for the return to work and school, the efforts to restore the full service to our city's LRT system have, wait for it. Failed. Yeah. Once again. It is not going to be back today. This is day five in a row day now five. that um, yep. it's not been working at full capacity. Since we got a little bit of ice. <sighs> Definitely not uh, an ice storm type of ice, but mm-hmm. that type of ice that we got last week uh, wrecked the wires and they still haven't been able to. They're anticipating maybe Tuesday it'll yeah. be in operation. Of what year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's mainly affecting East End commuters, I think, the section that is affected mostly. But yeah. So basically they were giving us a a train bus train bus scenario if you're in the east end to get to where you need to be so normally when it takes you 30 minutes it's going to take you an hour and a half to get to work you could walk and it would be faster it's better than watching anything on like netflix what do you mean? Watching the LRT debacle. Oh, gosh. The best drama that we have. Yes. No, 100%. I mean, they could literally make uh, a romantic comedy about this. <laughs> Stuck on a train in love. Tom Hanks could star in it, and it would be a box office smash. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact. Everyone loves onions, right? Not everybody, no. (laughs) I love them after they're cooked. (laughs) Only when they're cooked. The cutting is the worst. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I love raw onions. In a salad or on a hot dog, they're delicious. Or in a hamburger. Oh, the crunch of a raw onion is nasty. Yeah, that that, that vegetable was never meant to be eaten uncooked. How do I like something that you guys don't like is beyond me. All right, so here's your useless fact about onions. They don't have a flavor. They only have a smell. Oh. Yeah. No, that's that's a lie. You it's eat not a, a lie. You eat a raw onion and it tastes like something. Tell that to a French onion soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They have no flavor, just a smell. Really? Yeah, correct. But the that's... smell is that pungent. It makes us feel like that's what we're tasting. Yeah. Then how do they add so much to food? Yeah. Like it's like the base of every soup and like broth. You're and eating like the aroma. I'm wow. presenting a useless fact. <laughs> useless fact. So I wonder if garlic has a taste or just a smell. That'll be tomorrow's useless fact. <laughs> and there's like different kinds of onions that provide different kinds of flavors, I thought. That's true. Like you a know? red onion tastes much different than a white onion. Yeah. 
Wow. All right, a score from zero to ten, zero being the worst thing you've ever heard, ten being the most amazing useless fact. Okay. What are you going to give it, Janelle? I just, I just find it so hard to believe. <laughs> she has trust issues. <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, but it's pretty alarming if it is true. So, like, I'm, I'm ready to give it a nine because that's mind blowing. Thank you, uh, I, Angie. I was going to say like an eight. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty solid. What are the chances that Janelle scores me higher than Angie? Well, you All know right? what's going to happen now is now we're going to Google, and if you're wrong, we're going to take that score back. Absolutely. <laughs> Go right 100%. ahead. <laughs> Everyone chiming in at ten zero three nine out of nine from Sassy Kathy and Manowit. Thank you very much. Mm, your neurotic mama, your number one fan, giving you a 10, of course. Aaron Thanks. the Trollster, he's usually a pretty uh, stiff on you, Stu. Wow, that is actually a good fact. I never knew that someone is awake. What? I never knew that someone is awake this morning. <laughs> Not a mail-it-in Monday at 10 out of 10. Please add me to your Hall of Fame. He's surprised that Stu is awake this morning, oh, I think is what okay. he's trying to say. Uh, <laughs> Some, we'll see. Up. Awake and here and ready on a Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bitterman 9, and, and Bitterman says, interesting. Uh, Sleepy Lees is going to try this fact out today, in fact. Uh, she's giving it a 10, but totally going to cut an onion, plug her nose, and try it out that way. It's true. So if you plug uh, your nose, yeah, you'll know if there's I taste eat, or not. I love eating onions. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Rider gives that a 7, and he gives you a 9, even though he hates onions. Um, so Rider hates onions. His dad loves them. Mm-hmm. You kind of grow into onions. Yeah. All kids hate onions, oh, I think. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, for me, they still need to be sautéed. They need to be yes. like almost caramelized for mm-hmm. me to give them a t- the time of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 out of 10 from Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo. Thank you very much. Yeah, Peter Piper liked it too, says it's a tasty fact, giving it a 10. So pretty solid right. score for a And Monday. look at this. Wow. 10 from, from Mark the Average. See? <laughs> Stu is like, keep reading them. Yeah. Keep reading them. They're all good. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Was Princess Diana's death a hoax? Well, that is something what? that Prince Harry says he believed could be true until 23 years of age. Pardon? He believed that his mother was still alive somewhere. No. And would eventually call them to join her. Come on. And he believed that that was a possibility, but that was how he was dealing with his grief, his trauma for a very young age. But up until 23, he believed it until he asked to see proof. And they spared him the most gruesome photos, but he said he was actually able to see photos that proved that she was in that vehicle. I think a lot of people wanted to believe that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There yeah. was definitely those theories floating around because no one wanted to accept that it actually happened and people thought she just wanted to escape from from the royal family, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that her own son believed that. Wow. But uh, he said that he actually turned to psychedelics to deal with the loss and the trauma to get his head right after all of those years of, of grief. But he continued the rounds over the weekend of interview after interview. He just not stopping talking about this memoir. Uh, he did interviews in England and on 60 Minutes. Uh, so many hairy hashtags have been trending over the last several days. But one of the things he said. Is he accused Camilla of being the one who was planting stories about him with the British press to take the negative spotlight off her in those early years? I can see that. 
That and is he, actually very believable. <laughs> and he called her dangerous. And uh, now Camilla Parker Bowles is a bully. It's trending all over Twitter. So he went there all in, basically blaming her for all of wow. his negative press growing up. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's getting uglier and uglier. And that book is uh, just about to come out. <laughs> this is like Ooh. what's happening in the lead up. So all around great news over the weekend, too, about Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just continues to make huge strides, right? So good. See, he was FaceTiming with his teammates over the weekend, got a chance to tell them he loves them for all of the support. He has spoken out for the first time publicly via a tweet asking his followers to keep praying for him. He's not out of the woods yet. He's still in hospital. But he said this in his tweet, putting love out into the world comes back three times as much. So thankful to everyone who has reached out and prayed for me. But league-wide, 32 teams were wearing Love for Damar t-shirts during their warm-ups before games over the weekend. His teammates were wearing special number three badges his number of course they ran out of the tunnel onto the field holding flags with his number so just like Rallying a miracle troops, man you know? like yeah. everybody's just as like- a new england patriots fan i'm glad they beat us yesterday <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh that's what's trending brought to you by the donnelly automotive group now everyone's back to a routine today and some people are going to be waking up grumbling about that but uh we want to know what's going on that's good in your life right now you guys love it when we do this this tell us something good thing mm-hmm. people love to brag about the good stuff why yeah. wouldn't you and we love to hear it because <laughs> it just spreads like that positive mood all right Stu, you're up first what's something good i was hoping to tell you that i beat my wife at scrabble this weekend but I unfortunately I lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do That's you have another, a backup plan? Yeah, what's your backup I do. plan? Uh, remember the donor pool that we set up a couple of years ago to save people's lives? Yeah. Okay, so explain that. What, what you mean by that? So I got cancer twice, and in after the first time, we did a Stu's pool party to raise money for a donor pool that could uh, put money into the system to get people to donate uh, their blood mm-hmm. and to be registered uh, for the uh, for the charity Ezra Mitzion in Israel. Okay. We saved 11 lives. This weekend I got an email that we saved the, our 12th life. Oh, my god! So another donor 12. was saved from yes. your pool of money. Yes. That is incredible. Holy smokes. Very Man, cool. that's got to feel fantastic. <laughs> that was a nice email to wake up to yesterday yeah. morning. That's a dozen. That's awesome. It's right. interesting you say that because I got a pretty good email on the weekend as well. Um, we, of course, are planning our wedding for June of this year. And we kind of, like, dropped the ball. Like, we got a lot organized and planned and booked in the spring, and then drop the ball all summer. <laughs> well, you've been Vietnaming and stuff, <laughs> traveling the world. But up until this point, we didn't have like an actual tent to get married under. We had all these other things booked. Mm. And I finally got a hold of a tent company. They came out. They did a little scout out on the farm at home, measured it all, said, yep, it's totally going to work. We can put one here. Here's uh, just This is all we need for your deposit. Woo! And your book. Very so cool. we have a space to get married in, which you feels good. You have a venue. <laughs> that is awesome. I know that was a big piece of your puzzle. You were still yeah. trying to fit. Mm-hmm. Good for yeah, you. That feels good. If you need a DJ or an MC, I'm available. <laughs> 
TJ <laughs> Stu in the house. Uh, mine's not super big, but just like something that kind of wraps up the holiday for me. So the one family member I still hadn't had a chance to see yet was my dad. There was some sickness over the holidays. They were traveling. But yesterday, I finally got to see my daddy Yay. and have Christmas with my daddy. And the kids got to see their papa and the whole thing. So what, that was what just... Did he give, what did he give you for Christmas? Um, Like wine. <laughs> He's a smart man. <laughs> but I mean, he spoiled the kids. I mean, that's more what it's about but uh yeah so he was the one i was still waiting for so now my holidays are complete seen all the family members and got my daddy hug so that was my something good yeah Yeah. surely you guys can beat this well like there's like tons of people can beat us literally people saving lives in our uh uh our our comments that we've seen this morning and we want to hear about all of your good news so Give us a call, 750-1100. You can text it in at 10-0-30. Tell us something good. Tell me something good. <laughs> I love that. Well, uh, you have been telling us all of your good news, and in return, that's making us feel pretty good ourselves, too. Like, some some real big things happening in your life, and it feels good to brag every once in a while. It really does. You never really know someone's story, right? Good or bad, but when you ask them the good stuff, people love to offer it up. Like Susie, who wants to tell anyone who will listen that her latest CT scan showed no signs of cancer. She had surgery to remove a stage four colon tumor last July and now just super blessed, a wonderful supportive family and moving on. Love that. That is incredible. That is is so good. We talked about, you know, the kids going back to school today. So it's a good, it's a good day for parents across the city. Um, But for Gail, she's actually looking forward to going back to work. Mondays are hard. Mondays are tough. A lot Mm. of people don't want to wake up and do that. But she was like, I am looking forward to going back to work. I'm a school crossing guard at a four-way. Have a great day, everyone. Yes, Gail. Love a crossing (laughs) guard. I love Kyle's on our Facebook page. Kyle became a godfather yesterday and sang with one of his favorite bands the day before. That nice. sounds like a fantastic weekend. Yeah. A godfather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kim is having a great week because she only has this week to count down until retirement starting on Friday. Oh, my God. Living the dream. Can't imagine that feeling. <laughs> Um, and Darren shared the cutest photo on our Facebook page, this like little tiny fluffy kitten uh, who has a pretty big story behind them. They actually saved this barn kitten back in December that said he was half his expected weight and probably would not survive the winter. Aww. But what they did is they like nursed him back to health. He's doing great. He loves to eat. He's catching up fast. And he's totally loving his life living as an indoor cat now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the barn was fine and all, but inside is nice. Uh, And put this on your radar. We love this. Just learned of this this morning. There is uh, a new cider business that just started up. It says, uh, my family just started a cider business. We're making cider on our family farm. Nice. Uh, It's so far fun, at least. (laughs) So far. Uh, But King's Mill Cider is the name of the company. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds great. Oh. Uh, uh, can they send us some? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe contact them on the side. Little DM. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? If you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that line? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard the news that they are planning to build a massive $350 million indoor water park resort in Cornwall? That sounds amazing. Yeah, this is pending approval. 
But uh, Great Wolf Lodge is coming. What, Cornwall is just a little over an hour away? Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. If it happens, it will become one of the region's biggest tourist attractions, of course. They purchased uh, 40 acres of vacant land. So uh, across the 401 from the golf course in that area. I know where that is. This is going to generate over 600,000 visits a year, they say, to eastern Ontario. But will greatly impact the tourism industry sector here in Ottawa, Brockville, Kingston, uh, right through the region. So Great Wolf Lodge, if you don't know, is the largest family indoor water park resort in North America. Some will know of the one already in Niagara Falls. I went years ago with my sister and her and her whole family. I yeah. was like their nanny. <laughs> well, it is, uh, yeah, it is incredible. We took the kids when they were very little, and it still is hands down one of the best family trips we've ever done with the kids. Yeah. It is so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one is under different ownership than this group, but uh, that would be very cool to get something like that close to home. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. 100%. So, speaking of things that are one step closer to home, Zeller's is one step closer to coming back. Do we really need this back? I think so. I think everyone wants it. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm forever mad at Zellers because they refuse my club's at points. <laughs> well, they have launched an Instagram page, so it's Insta-official. Uh, there's also a website that they started. Really, the only thing on the website right now is be right back. We're stocking up. Uh, of course. Uh, so we have heard that they're going to be opening up inside current Bay stores across Canada, but online on their website, it suggests that they're going to have an online site. Oh. So it might be online shopping. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Do we think Walmart is shaking in their boots a little bit? I hope so. Do we think? <laughs> I, think I don't know. Are. I think Walmart's pretty s- solid on their ground. But think about back in the day, like Zeller's dominated yeah. Canada. And people are always looking for the new next best option. And I remember when they kind of started bringing in Targets in here. Yes. Like that, That I relate Zeller's to Target. So, so it's like the Canadian version of Target. We need this. <laughs> we do. I loved the Target. I mean, they had no stock. Yeah. They had no supply. Yeah. Oh, it, was a, it was a train wreck when they showed up in Canada. But And, and that was the only reason they failed yes because people were excited about mm-hmm. it and we wanted it so if zellers uh, accepts my club's at points I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll drop the the suit against they got to bring back the original restaurant that everybody went to it was so amazing i love that restaurant and that's what's trending it's time are you ready word wars on move 100 all right all right all right boys and girls and we're ready. Janelle, who's made the cut today? Uh, we have Mel and Robert on the line. Stu, you're up first with Robert. Good morning, Robert. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Excellent. Uh, can you win this for me? Because I, I went winless last week. I think we're going to win this. Let's do it. All right. Choices, categories, Janelle? Thanks to Lucretia Supaneka, who sent in our categories this morning. We have double-double. So that means words with... Double sets of double, like, like I don't know how to Letters in them? <laughs> so, yeah. like... Twice, yeah. Yeah, l- double letters twice in the word. Yes. And then, it goes pop. All of those words start with pop. Okay, I'll go with it goes pop. Damn All you. Right. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. You go to the movie theater and you're eating this? Popcorn. And what do we wear every November? On our, uh, on our, our jackets? A poppy. Yes, and uh, another word for soda? Pop. And we suck on these during the summer. They're delicious. They have a stick. Uh, uh, the freezies. Uh, pa, uh sucker pop. Uh, freezy pops. No, you have your. Uh, 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 no, uh, the the uh, the size of a city is what? Population. Yes, and uh, you're very. 
Ooh, uh, dancing. You were dancing around Popsicle. You got so oh, close to Popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you guys got snagged up there. But um, you have four, so still yeah. a pretty good score. That's Just good. hang on the line and we'll see what happens. Trust me, my category is more difficult, <laughs> I think. Mel, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. We have to be good and on our, on our toes here, Mel. Okay, it sounds hard, so yeah. we'll try. <laughs> so again, our category it's is... double-double, so there is double letters in this word twice. Okay. Okay, okay. does that make sense to you? Like, it's not yeah, necessarily okay. the same letters, but okay. yeah. All right. All right, here we go. Not tea, but... Coffee? Yeah, Golden Palace sells these, Chinese food. Skip it. Okay. Um, this is a black and white thing that gets in your trash... What animal gets in your trash? Oh, uh, raccoon. Yes. Uh, kids are going back to the what today to learn? Cool. Yeah, but they're going into the? Class. Class what? Classroom. Yeah, good. Um, you're uh, getting an, uh, you're working on what in sales? Uh, uh, commission. commission. Yeah. yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, okay. What? Didn't know Golden Palace sells egg rolls? Come on. Are you from Ottawa? <laughs> How did I, I get thought, Golden I you Palace? Go back to it after. <laughs> so we didn't do it, did no, we? No, you guys didn't. You only got three. No! All right. All right, try Shame again. on you for not knowing we'll Golden Palace egg rolls. <laughs> try I again, know. Mel. <laughs> Have a good day. Rob! Rob, we won! We did it, buddy! My first one of 2023. Rob, you're awesome. So are you, Sue. Thank you so much. Let's give Rob all the prizes. Well, he can <laughs> for, have... the, for the full week. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a shot at winning the lottery, Rob. We have a $100 gift card to Lotto Max for you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy you New too, Year, Rob. Rob. We love you guys so much. We love when you listen to our show. We love when you comment on our show. If you're going to leave our show, we get sad if you leave us for another radio station. But the only time you can leave us is at 930 this morning to listen to CFRA. Yeah. So Graham Richardson is subbing for Patricia Bull this week in her time slot. And that's going to be good timing because he has a lot of questions. So yesterday, uh, Graham from CTV Ottawa, I mean, he's been covering this whole LRT debacle for four years like everybody else and has so many questions like most of Ottawa. But he put out a Twitter thread yesterday, which is trending and a lot of people retweeting it, but asking the questions that need to be answered that they won't seem to answer. So just to paraphrase a little bit of his thread, he said, this when the broken trains aren't running it's insulting to transit riders and the public to limit questions this is a crisis and it looks like you're hiding something when Mm -hmm. you do this questions that need to be answered is it normal for a four-year-old system to have cable failures like this Mm -hmm. why is it so fragile why was a fragile overhead system chosen for an area of the country that gets regular freezing rain and harsh conditions How was the system able to handle the Christmas storm with relatively few interruptions? Why was this one different? Did you have enough staff that night and storm trains running? Or were you shorthanded with equipment? Every rider now has to watch the weather forecast because is this going to be a pattern? Oh, God. How long will this last? Is it days or weeks? 
People need to plan their commutes and their lives. Even if it's bad news, they deserve to know. Yeah, you just want answers at this point. These are all questions that I've literally asked. Like, Adam and I have had debates about it. We don't even use the LRT, and it makes me so mad for the rest of our city who is relying on this transit that has just been atrocious since day one. Yeah, I mean, we are the capital city of Canada, (laughs) and we do not have a reliable transportation service outside of the buses, and they sold off a lot of them thinking that we'd have the train. Right. I remember Graham's last interview with uh, John Manconi from that was overseeing this mm. whole disaster, and he grilled him on TV. That was about a couple of years ago, 2019, 20, yeah. early 2020. He is going to grill uh, our new mayor, Mark Sutcliffe, mm-hmm. at 9.30 so, on CFRA. So, yeah, so the mayor's going to be on with him today. But that's the thing. Like, people, they always do these interviews, you know, with the Transit Commission, this and that, and people who were, I mean, all of those people who were initially involved in this, our ex-mayor, yeah, our tra- exactly. they've all sailed <laughs> off into the sunset now. They're gone. So, you know, there's, there's little people to uh, blame at this point that are still in operation, still working in the system. But, uh, you know, asking the mayor today and Mark Sutcliffe, as our new mayor, did promise and as he came forward into this new job that he was going to be as transparent as possible. So often we do these interviews and people get, you know, chastised because they didn't go hard enough. They didn't ask the tough questions. Mm -hmm. I feel confident that Graham is going (laughs) to ask the tough questions today. And our new mayor is going to have to be transparent and answering the best he can. We're going to get yeah. some answers, hopefully. So, honestly, if uh, I, uh, it's still, as they said, not fully operational. East End commuters know this. You're mainly affected. They're saying maybe tomorrow. But still, again, we don't really know. And it's huge. Like, there's somebody I saw on, on Twitter who's, who waited for five buses had to pass before they even got onto a bus this morning. Like, well, how long is your commute? That's the problem is, like, there's not even enough buses now no. to cover the I demand mean, that is lost. As taxpayers, we all deserve an answer, right? And yes. the new mayor is going to have to answer them. This has been a joke since day one. Yeah. Like, we are the laughing stock of, you know, every major city that mm-hmm. has reliable transport. And figured it out somehow. It's unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, many of you, our listeners, will remember Adam Rich, best known for his role in the 70s TV series, Eight is Enough. We all remember that cute little face. He was just eight years old when he was cast as the youngest son, Nicholas, in that drama. He uh, passed away over the weekend, just 54 years of age. Uh, They didn't reveal a cause of death um, at this point, but they say foul play is not suspected. But he was one of the most popular child actors in Hollywood at that time. And if you look at his roster of shows that he was on. What a trip down memory lane this is. So in addition to his role on It Is Enough, he starred in series like The Six Million Dollar Man, Love Boat, Fantasy Island, Chips, Silver Spoons, St. Elsewhere, Baywatch. Oh my like, gosh. What was yeah. he not in at wow. that time? Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty sad. 54 is very young. Yes. So like it or not, you cannot ignore the Prince Harry headlines. They are everywhere. It is a global story. And over the weekend, he was very busy once again, making the rounds, doing interviews, some big interviews, some big name drops once again, and detail drops. 60 Minutes he did. Uh, Apparently 60 Minutes reached out to the palace for comment before they aired the special with Prince Harry. And they said that they would only comment if they were able to see the special first. And they said, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. Really? You can't see it in advance. So... They chose to not comment. But uh, Harry, some of the things he revealed over the weekend was that 
when he was a child, when his mom passed away, Princess Diana, he believed until the age of 23, he says, that her death could be a hoax. That's unbelievable. He he actually believed it could be true and that she just wanted out that badly and that one day she would reconnect with them and they would be reunited. Can you imagine living with that for that many years? But I guess when you're that young, when you lose a parent, oh. like you do what you lean on whatever you can to get through the trauma. But he also reveals he went into trying psychedelics to try to kick the trauma out and get his mind straight. But he went after Camilla and he said that she was planting stories about him with her connections with the British press to take the negative spotlight off of herself. Oh, that's why everybody doesn't like Camilla. He calls her dangerous at some points. Uh, And of course, Camilla Parker Bowles is a bully, is trending all over Twitter. I feel like I've already read this book with all of the leaks. (laughs) (laughs) All the leaks and all the interviews that have exposed already, but it does officially come out tomorrow, this memoir called Spare, and tomorrow night he's going to sit down on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And we were just talking about Graham Richardson having the tough questions. Mm -hmm. Colbert has the tough questions too, so we'll have to see what else comes out. And that's what's trending. Stunt and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, it's the baby product no parent asked for and many won't be able to afford. But lo and behold, (laughs) the world's first self-driving stroller has arrived. What? Yes. What did you just say? The world's first self-driving stroller. Is this a good idea? Well, I mean, wait until you hear all the features of it. You know, you guys were both parents with young ones using the stroller years ago, Mm -hmm. and now you can kind of tell me if this is actually needed. This was created by um, a couple, their parents themselves, out in BC, and it is called... Uh, they've got like what they call a 360 safety bubble around it. So basically this thing will be able to move around. Think about that robot that you have in your house that moves around all the of the Roomba. St- the Roomba. Mm-hmm. It, it has that same technology. It will be able to move around people. It will be able to detect if a car is coming. It will actually sound an alarm if something dangerous is headed your way. So you can just like totally hands off and it will just walk in front of you as you are walking behind the stroller. So you don't have to push it. And then if you're going uphill... It actually, like, has the motors that, like, engage, so it's, like, not as difficult to push the stroller uphill. <laughs> so, uh, this is, it's called the Glux kind, which uh, I guess equates to lucky baby is what that means. <laughs> but this, yeah, it's a Canadian startup, but it was a big hit at the Consumer Electronics Show. This thing will rock your baby. It has white noise to lull your baby. Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing, though. Before you go, oh, my gosh, that sounds incredibly unsafe, uh, there's one huge disclaimer disclaimer with this stroller is the self-driving function only works if the child is not in the stroller so you can't just put your baby in it and just walk beside it it. no that's not what it's for it will only work if the baby is not in the stroller so why you're like well why would that be so if you've ever been a parent and trying to push a fussy baby that you have to pull out and walk and carry how's that stroller getting home then you're holding the baby with one hand Mm -hmm. you're trying to push the stroller and maneuver that with the other you just put it in autopilot and you can carry the baby put them in the snuggly or whatever and the stroller will take care of itself I know, and I respect all that. I'm old school. I, I love new technology, but I'm old school when it comes to kids. You're telling mm-hmm. me that you wouldn't have loved to have this when your kids were little? <laughs> I remember pushing the stroller through Barhaven, 
and we never had a problem. Maybe I don't remember. Uh, maybe my wife is a better person to ask, but I, I'm old school. I mean, it's kind of a mashup of like, um, you know, like the, the bouncy seat that has like the vibration on it. You turn that on right. and like lulls them. Like, I mean, it's kind of that. It's the white noise machine. It's everything all in one. But here's the deal. As you can imagine, this new technology not does cheap. not come with a cheap price tag. No. And How much as, is it? as new parents, you're trying to budget and just afford diapers. This thing is $3,300. Oh, Goodbye. Right? <laughs> I'll be old school. It's crazy. Uh, and it's up to 5000 Like, they're like, they're, you know, they're crowdfunding. It's apparently going to be in the market by April. Like, like, able for you to put on your baby register. How long does the charge last on it? Like, you know, you're going to yeah. have to plug this thing. It's another device to plug in at home. Thank you. And I think it also mm-hmm. just makes people more lazy. It's true, it does. though. Like, it oh, does. Come on. Yeah. We already have our cell phones and whatnot distracting us. Now there's one more thing to allow you to be a little more absent-minded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Janelle's coming to my side. Yeah, multitasking is what it's called. Um, and as a parent, you're going to have to do it in many ways in your life. So <laughs> get used to it. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, we've been following this story, too. The Canadian government advising Canadians to shelter in place who were in the area of Mazatlan in Mexico uh, with this, you know, uh, the wars that are raging, the drug wars versus the government, etc. So many members of an extended family from here in Ottawa, Gatineau, and around southern Ontario were there. And Maxine Hill from Gatineau and her extended family were staying just outside Mazatlan in a rental villa. It was their Christmas vacation altogether. They all travel there frequently in the past. They love the beaches there. Most of them endured the travel delays of getting there, uh, had flights bumped because of the severe weather like many other people. But, um, you know, they got there and everything was good. And then it wasn't. They could see the smoke. They were told what was happening. They were not super close to the violence, but then flights were canceled Mm -hmm. and all of their flights were canceled. They didn't know when they would be able to leave. They had no place to stay, no longer felt safe. Some Canadians were sleeping in a hotel lobby after the buses they were to travel on were burned right outside. Oh, my God. So it was getting scary for sure. So they happened to find a driver with a large van willing to take the entire group to Puerto Vallarta, which is about six hours away on mountainous roads where they would be able to book flights to get out. So uh, members of their group were going to fly out uh, throughout the week uh, and were able to get flights. So they just had to get there. So she had a separate car, followed the van, white knuckled the entire way, she said. She's actually a former principal with the Ottawa area French Catholic School Board. Um, So she followed the group in the van with their rental car. Uh, Along the way, they saw numerous burned out vehicles. They passed convoys of armed men during this like harrowing drive out of Mazatlan. Um, At one point, uh, the overloaded passenger van stalled because of the weight of all of them inside. (laughs) Had to be pushed by members of the family just to get it going again. So Anyway, all that to be said, it is a thankful and happy ending for them because they did arrive safely in Puerto Vallarta that night. They're grateful for the first part of their trip, which was great with them all reunited over the Christmas holiday. But then, you know, the back end, obviously, they say an adventure they will never forget. Yeah. <laughs> but good Lord. Made it through wow. all together. Glad but they're all back safe. Yeah. But, you know, you think about like people are like, oh, well, it's a part of Mexico that nobody is. Well, a lot of people were there. Yeah. And we're going through it. So thankfully, they got out. And that's all the feels on Move 100.